Everybody, welcome. It is issue number 55 of the Infinite Backlog, a chronological tour of the best and most noteworthy Marvel comics. I'm Andy, because apparently I didn't get adjectives today. We're, we're, my, my balls are exposed a little bit. I didn't find fun adjectives, so I'm just Andy. And here's just Shane. Hey, at least we have names. <laughs> yes. And just Rory. Yahoy! They're not just Shane and Rory. They're they're incredible. They're incredible boys, and they're here to help us talk about Daredevil Week. We're not doing adjectives. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that is a real English major thing to talk about. (laughs) Does everyone know that Rory has a degree in books? I read them, and I get to talk about about them. Does your degree (laughs) smell like books? I wish. Smells like cardboard. (laughs) Does the smell of books just like brick you up so fast? (laughs) (laughs) Imagine his diploma is like a scratch and sniff. He's like, if you scratch and sniff, it smells like books. It's It's, like, that's just what paper does, Rory. (laughs) It's a fucking real, real thing in the English department. Like every creative writing class, somebody writes some ode to how great books are. Yeah. (laughs) It's like like all the movies that are about movie writers. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but it's like you're not even the first person in this classroom to have this masturbatory <laughs> scrawl. Like, put, give it a fucking rest. Wank off to something else for a little bit. Uh, okay, wait. So wait, does that does that thing cool happen? Too. Does that thing happen too, where they like one person starts it and then everyone is like, I could do it better, and then it just dominoes? No, I don't think they know they're unoriginal. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, the curse yeah. of the college student. Ugh. I don't know that I'm unoriginal. Look at all these <laughs> thoughts I'm having for the first time anyone's ever had them. If you really, do, do you guys know that capitalism is bad? Mine is a wildfire. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're, we read some comics. They were Daredevil and Wolverine and New Mutants. And they take us between the months of September and December of 1982. And I got some fun facts. I got some little, little facties, factoids. For your for your mind for your mind to chew on. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember when we talked about the DeLorean Motor Company going under? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was as a result of those processes, uh, that sort of catastrophic failure or what. But uh, apparently, in October, John DeLorean, the founder, uh, is arrested for selling cocaine to undercover FBI agents. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know if he just needed to make ends meet when his one car wasn't <laughs> paying the bills. Uh, apparently, he was later found not guilty because it was entrapment. Um, it sounds like entrapment. It sounds like they wanted to get those cars off the market, those hot cars. I, I know. And do, do whatever it takes to, you know, for for the Ford Motor Company to be back in charge. <laughs> uh, this one isn't a bummer. It's awesome. Michael Jackson releases Thriller. One of the 
if not the big, big most selling album of all time. I don't really know where those uh, uh, stats are anymore, but you know, well, certainly hearing it for the rest of time is a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> I it, mean, it was nice at the time. The song, the song thriller can get a little old, but there are some serious bangers on that album. Um, you don't yeah. talk about Michael Jackson's bangers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I don't know, this is a personal bummer for me, but just because I kind of think it's weird. Uh, Seattle <laughs> is, a, is a local bummer. Seattle is officially dubbed the Emerald City after a contest is held to choose a new city slogan. Um, and My I mom know. told me this. I don't know if there's any truth to it, that it was sort of a, it was sort of a, a coup. The, the winner was, she says, something like Lady Grey, something along those lines. Huh. And they were like, we're not doing that. We're, <laughs> we're doing Emerald City. <laughs> yeah. yeah thank Gosh. Yeah, no kidding. But I don't really like Emerald City very much either because, like, I'm not really a Wizard of Oz guy, you know? And, like, those comparisons don't really seem to make sense. Like, oh, we, we, Emerald City is that what? Just because you have a lot of trees and it's green? You don't pick the name of your home. You stand it or you get out, Andy. Well, but okay, but Seattle has a lot of other un, sort of unofficial names like Rain City and Rat City. I like Rain City. Rain City is my fave season. Rat Rain City is good. Well, Rat City is more like uh, uh, White Center. Um, so, but but oh, like people people I've use it. I've never heard that and, before. Yeah. I think it, I, I I don't know. This isn't a Seattle history podcast. There are plenty of those. Go find them. But I do. We I could do pivot. Think, <laughs> I I do I do just I don't know Emerald City seems a little like we're the Emerald City no it just fucking rains here a lot it's pretty but like let's let's be real um all right <laughs> there's my there's my bummers <laughs> full disclosure we haven't recorded this show in in quite some time because of some uh I don't know personal conflicts and and I started a new job and Rory was traveling and I don't know. It it got a little crazy. I got I caught a throat monster along the way. You did also catch a throat monster, which sounds <laughs> like, it sounds kind of uh, heroic when you talk about it like that. Like you caught it. Yeah, Ronald Reagan did one did it too. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Nancy Reagan as the throat guy? <laughs> did did do you guys trade throat monsters? Is that uh, I, I'm sure there was plenty of trading the throat monster around back back then. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. We're talking about so Nancy terrible. Reagan passing out beeches. Yeah, we're talking about Nancy Reagan getting around Hollywood again. The second <laughs> time we talked about it. Oh, it's got look, never forget Nancy Reagan. <laughs> passed him passed him out like pamphlets. Yeah, we're Nancy we are Nancy Reagan standcast. <laughs> yeah, get it, girl. Uh hey, let's talk about Wolverine. We finished the four-part uh, Wolverine, Frank Miller, Claremont situation, and uh, we, so we we read three and four this week. And I really like I like I like the landing. It's a bit maybe tied up very neatly in a bow at the end in a way that I'm I, I didn't expect, but but like along the way, there's some really really good art and some cool action. So. Sure. For sure. And Yukio, Yukio, he's because like at the beginning of three, he's with uh, he's with Yukio after sort of being rebuffed from from Shingen's household and left to almost die. And she, you know, 
they're kind of painting the town red. And I really liked, <laughs> I liked the concept of this moment uh, where he, he and Yukio sort of like drunkenly go to fuck. And she's like, I'm going to take you to my secret spot. <laughs> and her secret spot is just like the a train bullet tracks. train track. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like what? Yeah, I take all the boys here. Yeah, dude, you know you got to find yourself a girl who wants to have horrifying train track sex. <laughs> lock that, lock that one down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, she seems like a red flag personified, but <laughs> <laughs> no, truly, uh, she's she's terrifying. But she seems like a lot of fun, and and a, and a very sad Logan is 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 indulging a bit and. He does, I think, have real feelings for her. They they're both kind of killers, and there's there's some some vibes there. Though uh, she ends up pulling a, an unforgivable maneuver when uh, when she accidentally I don't know if I want to call it an accident. It's unclear. She ends up killing his like bestie Asano. Um, does that make did that make sense to you guys? I mean, she was like, I guess, just like worried who was coming in the door and just kind of killed him because he was coming in the door. No, I think they said at some point there. So her her whole evil plot leaves something to be desired, and I think part of me thinks that's by design the way it's um, portrayed. We mm-hmm. don't know the degree to which she is actually using Logan, and it seems like not much. Like she she really fell for the dude, uh, but she still has her old ties, and she hasn't given up her old ways. Uh, assassinating people, Logan would prefer not be assassinated. Sure. Uh, and so there's some friction there, but, um, but I believe she killed Asano as a, a to, to, uh, redeem, cause he's looking into Shingen or is it the other guy? There's a, there's a different crime lord we don't meet who is also a bad guy. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So it's, he's it's a looking muddy. into this, he's looking into this crime boss and, uh, she thinks by taking out Asano, she'll be back in the, in his good graces, who is, yo, yeah. Yeah, so it's the other crime boss. So he's looking into the other crime boss. She ices him, and she wants to uh, get in with that guy because Shingen doesn't like her anymore. Right, 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 right. Yeah, because Shingen, Shingen wanted her to kill Wolverine, and she didn't, and then she ran off with him. Yeah. I would say visually it reads like she thinks it's a member of the hand because all she sees is the gun come through the door first. Yeah, and then we don't actually see her kill him. We see Wolverine yeah. come into the room and find him dead, and he's like, oh, he actually, I love this quote. I wrote it down. He goes, I'm a loner by nature, by choice. I don't have many friends. Asana was among the oldest and the best. I'm like, oh, buddy. Oh, Asana. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's that's sort of like, they're, they're kind of done at that point. Like, there's no way Wolverine's going to take Yukio back after after she killed Asano and uh, she runs. There's actually another, I feel like Frank Miller really likes drawing people jump through windows (laughs) from left to right on the page. Cause I feel like this is maybe our second or third person jumping out a window and over like daredevil and Wolverine. Like it's a cool, it's a cool shot, but like, I don't know. Um, She like jumps out a window to get away from Wolverine. And then there's a fun panel of him like, like moments behind her, like jumping out, going after her. And... I'm a tiger, rar. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Wolverine line while he's chasing her. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so uh you already so he, are an animal, bro. It's <laughs> Yeah, there's this whole thing he's pondering at the end of the of the first issue about like how Yukio wants him as he is, the sort of like wild animal and Mariko wants him to be better, like a, you know, to change like a man kid. And and he decides to be a man. <laughs> I'm a man who can a change. Man. I'm a man. And uh, and and thus begins the. Uh, well, I mean, episode episode issue four is basically just Wolverine goes on a rampage and 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 gets shit done. And yep. I'll admit it is very it is very fun. The the art the art is just fucking incredible in these in these issues. It's mostly. very good. And uh, I really like. <laughs> there's a there's a bit at the beginning of the of, of four where Shingen is like. Someone's telling Shingen it doesn't look very good for Wolverine to be just like making it, making all of his plans across the city. Like he's just making him look like an idiot. And Shingen goes, Don't worry, I sent my best ninja. And like immediately someone's like, Oh, we got a package for you. And he opens it up and it's his best ninja's hoods. And he's like, I have underestimated Wolverine. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's a a certain feeling. So now Frank Miller's doing the art here and and we'll read, we'll talk more about Daredevil in a minute. But I get the impression he's he's got uh, he's got Claremont's ear and he's just whispering. Ninjas rule, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if you see ninjas, though, ninjas are fucking sick. I mean, it, he's not wrong. He's uh, not wrong. He's really not. <laughs> uh, I mean, what's what is there to what is there to really say? He he ends up like saving the day and killing Shingen. It's a cool. It's a cool fight. I like. Uh, there's a there's a really nice moment when he you know they have a fight with uh, he's got his his claws out and Shingen's using an actual sword this time as opposed to the wooden one he used before, and at the very end Wolverine gets his like fist right up next to Shingen's neck, and then there's an off camera snicked sound as <laughs> we're sort of left to assume what what has happened in that moment and it's it's cool I like I like it a lot. The uh, the, the, there's a lot of blood in the in these issues, but like I feel like they're drawing a line here at decapitation, but we get to do it without (laughs) seeing it. Yeah, (laughs) you know what that makes Shingen, right? Hmm. Within the Marvel universe, that would make him the throat goat. (laughs) (laughs) The Nancy Reagan of Japan. No. No. Japancy Reagan. <laughs> you can. can. Can you say Japancy on live television? <laughs> oh, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Anyway, the 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 issue ends with with a, a kind of maybe tonally in inconsistent page where we see like some of the X-Men back at home, like Kitty and a few others, like reading a letter that he sent, which is his wedding invitation (laughs) from, it says Emperor Hirohito has invited (laughs) you to the wedding. (laughs) 
Instead of the emperor, write these invitations and send them to right. Nightcrawler. For real. And they it's just like a photo. It's like a Polaroid that they put into like a, a um like a, a pad folio. Yeah. Nonsense. And well, there's a photo of Mariko and and Logan, and Logan's just like kind of looking uncomfortable in a full like dress kimono. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. Uh, yeah. I mean, how do we how do we feel about the four part as a whole? Loved it. It's uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, the ending's a little cheesy, but I think we all knew that it was going to get a bow on top to wrap up a four issue like special. Totally. totally. So, with that in mind, loved it. Yeah. And if you, I, I would suggest you read this rather than watching the Wolverine anime. But the Wolverine anime does also kind of fuck, and it follows this plot line loosely. So. That's also kind of fun. And I think one of the Wolverine movies does a bit of this as well, like the live action ones, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the Wolverine? I think so. Maybe. Yeah. I always confuse which one is the good one, Wolverine Origins or the Wolverine. But I believe Origins is the terrible one and the Wolverine <laughs> is the good one. <laughs> yeah, whichever one's the good one, I think, does take some stuff from this uh, four-parter as well. Uh, and presumably, I guess they're going to get married. So I, I, I may, maybe we'll see if that's true. I don't know. I don't know if we'll read anything, but, but yeah, I, I wasn't aware that I kind of thought it would end, uh, tragically, you know, like she'd be like, no, I can't be with you. You killed my dad. And then he'd I mean, leave. there's still time. It, they, the X-Men don't get a letter that says, this is my wife of five years. We're happy. And, and, right. and everything's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, uh, Yeah. You're invited to the wedding, at which I'm sure some sort of supervillain will be a problem. Uh, you mentioned Daredevil. We are, we did read one issue of Daredevil this week. I'm pretty sure I said Daredevil with a B, and that's fun. That's a fun now thing. That's something I would read. Daredevil. Daredevil. Uh, and this one, this one was kind of fun. Uh, but also sort of weird to me. But we're we're sort of continuing the the drama of Daredevil's senses kind of going haywire. Like he keeps. Oh, thank like... you, thank you for saying senses, Andy. Let me interrupt you. Yeah, hit Let it. Let me interrupt you. Great. The first page. <laughs> I need to read it. I need to read the first page out loud. <laughs> okay, so get everyone it. can hear it. Okay. <clears throat> Suppose you are blind. Suppose Mm. your remaining senses were amplified so you could hear, smell, and taste better than anyone else on Earth. (laughs) Then you might be Daredevil. (laughs) Now, suppose those senses went crazy. (laughs) Then you'd have a problem. Is it canon that he's got the best taste buds? I I don't remember ever reading that. It's either that. I mean, depending on how it's written, it's either that he's got the best taste buds or he tastes really good. Like if you were to lick him, he tastes really good. Maybe he does. Maybe he does taste really good. But it's almost a missed opportunity because it would be a fun quirk of... uh, of Daredevil, I think it's a, not just almost. I think it is a missed opportunity if that's what we're establishing. Because it would be fun if he was like a gourmand and he was super <laughs> yeah. obsessed with food because he super tastes so taster. good. Yes. Or that he like had to eat bland food because tasty food was just too too like too 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 much for him to handle. I think yeah. either way would be kind of fun. Yeah. Well, there's a if you've ever heard of a a comic book series, it's an image comic series called Chew. Chew. I've read Chew. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, choose. But I don't remember choose. him having like 
better no. f- normal food tasting? Is that correct? No, no, exactly. But his power for Shane and anybody who doesn't know what it is, his power is that he can uh, he he sort of gets visions of the history of anything he eats. Um, and so he can like, you know, eat a, a piece he of like, crime a, by licking people. Yes, basically. <laughs> but like it's if he good, eats an ear of corn, good. he'll see like the farmer that shucked the corn or whatever. Like he'll get like weird flashes of it. But because of because of the fact that he sees the history of it, he basically has to stop himself. He's like, yeah, I don't really eat much meat anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because he's just like getting visions of slaughterhouses and stuff. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, it would be it would be interesting if he. Uh, and I I think the the Marvel show has like some token lines of dialogue about it. You know, hmm, every now remember. and again, where he like has some. Because I actually I, I just rewatched season one, and I think he talks about a lot like, of competition, Andy. Mm, but I do win. <laughs> I do win. But he talks about mm-hmm. like uh, you know. Like someone, someone's coming into the building, and he's like, he like can smell their uh, their cologne from like three floors away, and you know, like they kind of do it, but mostly they forget about it, and he just sort of turns into, yeah, I can just beat the shit out of people, and even though I'm blind, I can basically see. You know, they don't they don't talk too much about his other senses, which I agree is a bit of a missed uh, missed opportunity here and in the show. Job we did you taste what? Did you taste good? <laughs> Uh, we learn in this issue of Daredevil uh, that the UN has taken a specific interest in, like, rising ninja crimes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is just what happens when you let Frank Miller write. <laughs> it's just, oh, we're doing ninjas. And they're better, everywhere. Better fucking believe they're everywhere. Yep. And they're causing so much trouble. <laughs> the UN notices and sends Black Widow. Yeah, uh, she is. She wears like, like a Spider-Man outfit now for fun because they're because I'm a spider too, and he gets all the fun. Yeah, I, I mean, putting aside the fact that she's supposed to be like the greatest spy, and yet people know who she is, and she wears an outfit that <laughs> shows that she's Black Widow. I mean that <laughs> that never really makes a lot of sense. It's got such Archer vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. she's following these ninjas, and apparently they are trying to steal Kirigi's body from the morgue. I actually, so it's funny, when I had to double check that I hadn't, that I wasn't reading the wrong issue. Because mm. um, it had been just, it had been a little while since we did our podcast, and it had been that much longer since we last read, like, Kirigi stuff. And I was like... There's like Kirigi and Stick and the senses yeah. are going bonkers. And I was like, have I read this one? <laughs> and did I had to do a triple check to make sure this I was on the right issue. And I, I was. And none yep. of those things are actually all in the same issue specifically. But um, I the amount of sort of stuff past Daredevil's canon reentering in one issue gave me a little whiplash. Yeah, totally. And Black Widow's back. I. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're getting like an inflated sense of time, but like, I don't feel, I feel like I'm done with, with Daredevil having his weird, like over stimulated sense thing. Like that they make, they try and make a meal in this issue of him crossing the street. It's great art. It is good yeah. art, but, uh, and, and I like the way that when he's like hearing things too loudly, like the, the whole background of the panel is just like giant text. Yeah. Well, it's I think cool. the thing is, is that effectively it's the same 
problem as losing your daredevil powers and so Mm -hmm. it kind of feels like we're rehashing an old thing almost verbatim because he goes and gets stick to retrain him Um, yeah if if the two if the two manifested very differently for daredevil losing your powers versus overstimulated powers then maybe it would be easier to kind of feel like this is treading new water Mm -hmm. yeah totally um I, I want to make sure that we don't pass over this because it's probably the weirdest thing that I've read in a long time. Uh, in the process of fighting ninjas, Black Widow gets, gets poisoned. Spiked. Yes, she gets a cancer poison. <laughs> <laughs> and it's apparently very fast acting because she gets poisoned like one day and maybe same day or next day. Nick Fury's got her tested in like the shield labs and they're like, yes, the poison has given her an incredibly fast acting advanced form of cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Uh, And we just sort of cut away as Nick's like, no, I'll go tell her the bad news. It's like, what the fuck? I don't know if this is setting up a plot in another in another comic or what we're doing, but it seems kind of intense to give Black Widow late stage cancer all of a sudden it is one of those it's a weird um introduction i mean we've seen it a few times or at the very least the one time with uh with mr marvel um yes but i think the thing that makes it so jarring is that she got stabbed by a magic poison needle they could have just said poison but they chose to make it something real that people are going to have they miller chose to make it something you know real that people are going to have a connection to and in a way that's effective and in a way it just doesn't doesn't sit with the magic poison she just got like oh she got Mm -hmm. real cancer (laughs) yeah (laughs) magic poison real cancer (laughs) ninjas Yeah, it's weird, but we kind of dropped that for now. I don't know if we're going to revisit that in in this title or what, but um, the rest of it is is Daredevil trying to find Stick so that he can kind of, you know, we're you know retrain, get get himself back to to fighting form, and he busts up Josie's bar again. Uh, oh, I was going to ask you, Shane, did you notice that they reused the same panel of Josie being upset four times? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> Don't have to redraw this. Let's just kind of <laughs> copy paste, copy paste. <laughs> it's like absurdly the same panel. Um, I guess the only the only really interesting thing that happens is that we see Stick, and this was for sure sort of like redone in the in the the Daredevil TV show for Netflix. But like we see Stick having a secret meeting of the Seven in Matt's brownstone while matt's not home <laughs> they're just like he's not using the house let's have our <laughs> let's have our meeting here let's have our club meet here <laughs> and i guess they're like enemies of the hand and several of them are dead and there's like cryptic dialogue about how matt like could be one of them if he was like better or whatever but they don't have time and then he walks in and collapses on the floor um which i don't really know what they're getting for getting at at the moment but I don't know. I'm 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 on board. Oh, yeah. and Kitty's back. Yes, they did resurrect <laughs> the zombie assassin. <laughs> so scary. Who was just for some reason still in the morgue? <laughs> yeah, it feels like a lot of time has passed, right? 
Like well, it has you, to have. The mortician's code, right? We don't bury ninjas. From, 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 from their from their from their ancient feud, we bury no ninjas. Mortician shall not suffer ninja to die. <laughs> Beth Banks is a ninja. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, I didn't expect a the boo reference all of a sudden. Oh fuck. Okay, that's Daredevil. We've got one more chunky, chunky Campbell soup meal of a of a comic to talk about, which is Marvel graphic novel number four, The New Mutants. I kind of cannot believe. I mean, you you have to figure this was written with whatever spare time Claremont had between between writing Wolverine. <laughs> the fact that the same author wrote both of these, I. I would have never, I couldn't, I, it's so poorly written. It's yeah, so it's, bad. It's so bad. Uh, and a children drew it. <laughs> this is the worst art we've seen in decades. Sir, this was drawn by a children. <laughs> a child. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it's, it's got, it's got kind of upsetting art. Uh, and it's not even like, it's not even bad necessarily it's just nowhere near the usual quality of even our average marvel comic and i know that we wanted to talk about it or or at least take a look at it because this is sort of the first i mean if you want to call giant size x-men whatever that introduced the new x-men team like the second team but in a way this is the first time that they've had another like concurrently like running team in two different comics you know because it's not like the original x-men are off doing something in a different comic book they're just not x-men like angel is just sort of living his rich guy life when like when uh when the new stuff started with claremont but these are introduced as like here's a new team because your classic team got abducted by the brood and we wanted more mutants <laughs> and so it's like an opportunity to introduce a bunch of new characters uh, to get trained up by Xavier. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this team yet. And, and Rory, do you have context about like where some of these characters end up? Like, is this interesting for you? Um, well, the not really. Um, mm -hmm. So I was ready to give this one a uh, some leeway as they had to establish a bunch of new characters and not waste too many pages doing that. But the whole rest of the whole giant, you know, the whole graphic novel is pretty unimpressive. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just not that good. Uh, now, that being some of the characters are, you know, they're around. The new mutants are, you know, around in, in perpetuity to, you know, in, in various sort of iterations. Right. Um, so, like, you know, they're cool characters. And um, I mean, I can honestly say I'm not familiar with X-Men in any way that is like outside of like the cartoon and the movies and whatever stuff that we've read sure. so far for the podcast. Right. Anything and so, like, that doesn't directly deal with Jean Grey related plots. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So like the full crazy extended X-Men cast of mutants everywhere. uh. I know that there's a lot of them that I have no fucking clue about. I was maybe expecting to see a, a, at least one familiar name, but I don't I don't know shit about 
any of these people. Uh, so Cannonball maybe... comes in and out. Uh, we can we can talk about him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about how they are never named their mutant names a single time in this fucking book. No, we we <laughs> we, we, we currently deal with their uh, their actual given names. Uh, so we've got. Let's see. I've got them in order where that they appeared here. So we've got Ron Sinclair, who's what? She's Irish. Is that right? Scottish. She, is she Scott? She's Scottish, of course. Yes. And she's kind of like a werewolf. She's sorta? a werewolf, but she can turn into this weird mutant monster as well. Mutant she, cat dog is, thing. <laughs> there's, she's got she's got her her wolf form, her human form. And what I think, you know, they're trying to evoke a werewolf form, but it's much more feral and gross. Yeah, yeah like a halfway between. Or alien and gross, rather. Not necessarily. Fa- yeah, it's it's this odd half half step. That's yeah, very is, unbecoming. She says something. Oh, I, God, I think I she calls it her hybrid it. form or something. Yeah, yeah, like her hybrid form. Maybe I wrote it down. No, I didn't write that down. She has some line about how it's like, you know. Oh, the best of both worlds, like the, the the strength of the wolf and the dexterity of a handed of a person with thumbs. Yeah, and <laughs> and like it makes you wonder why she doesn't just use that form all the time. Like, why go full wolf if you can keep having thumb? But uh, but yeah, so that's that's Ron. Is is she also kind of like like what's her deal? She seems a little. Um, is she, I don't is know. She... She's going to be one of the ones that most people don't take a huge a huge liking to she's she doesn't make uh flagship appearances very often got it uh then we've got roberto da costa a brazilian football team who's cool and he seems cool he's he's mixed race which is getting him uh like i was gonna say bullied but i should say assaulted out on the on the football Oh God, I'm so yeah. bad with with football. Football pitch, pitch? football field, football, yeah. whatever. The soccer field. The soccer field. Out on the soccer field, he yeah. gets assault. He gets a. There's a hate crime that occurs on the Brazilian soccer field, and in that moment, he manifests his power, which is to turn into a very powerful, like almost void black silhouette of a person. Like it's a. It's a. It's a like. It's a weird form. He almost looks yeah, like yeah, and unlike like the a, others, would I think kind of explain their powers pretty at length. We don't know much about his. No, he, he's uh, yeah, he's this sort of black inky color, and he's some amount stronger. And the rest we don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his girlfriend Juliana dies in this in this comic, which I was surprised by. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's pretty upsetting. Uh. Then we've got Sam Guthrie. The 16-year-old coal miner whose dad just died of black lung, and he is off to take his place and support his family in the coal mines of Kentucky. Uh, it's a pretty bleak, pretty bleak black backstory, but he, he, you know, he seems like a real, a real nice family boy. And what are his powers? Like, I, I don't know if I was completely clear on you know, this. He, uh, I, it'll, it'll evolve, but right now he flies in a straight line very fast. <laughs> and he has, and he's, and he doesn't hurt himself when he doing doing so. This is Cannonball, one of the so this guy will be around a lot more than the others. Gotcha, Timothy. His name's like Timothy or something, or or Sam, or Sam, Samuel. Yes, exactly. Uh, uh, then we've got Moonstar, who is a real firecracker, I guess. 
and she is she's from like Colorado. It's at the Medicine Bow Mountains. She's Native American, and uh, and her grandpa Black Eagle is like old besties with Xavier. I guess he was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and he gets it, iced as well. Yeah, yeah, but we're not really clear on how that happened, right? He just sort of like I think dies. the I think the what's it, Pierce Pierce who's making some sort of play to take over the Hellfire Club. No, Pierce Pierce kills him. Okay, yeah. the, I the wasn't robots, sure. The robots and, that she can like see the future and like see it happening around him, like the spirit signals or whatever. This mm-hmm. was, I think, the first bit of like hard hitting racial criticism because the other ones are a little heavy handed. I don't know. I think yeah. for the 80s, they're probably a little they're probably more appropriate, but it, it always felt you know, it's a little off. You know, mm-hmm. it, 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 it it's it's hearts in the right place. But, uh, you know, it's a little more just on the nose than, than we're used to expecting. But mm-hmm. she comes in. She sees her dead grandpa and it's like, you know, she he's been murdered. And she says, well, they're just going to think it's another dead drunk Indian. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, this is getting real. Yeah. And and at the at the suggestion that because grandpa was trying to get her to go study with with Xavier and she was like, you're going to send me off to an Anglo like this is fucked up. Like, I don't want to go here. I want to stay with you. I want to stay here. And I don't know. She's got a lot of really interesting shit going on. And her power is fucking metal because she can make people see their deepest fears. (laughs) (laughs) And also she has like a psychic rapport with animals because she's like best friends with them with a mountain cat <laughs> like i don't know she's got a lot going on and she seems kind of, she seems really interesting and cool yeah. uh and then there's one more that we meet uh who we actually get a hero name for this is karma this is xian koiman and did you did you all think it was a little odd they introduce her as Xi'an, like, X-I apostrophe A-N, and, like, half a page later, it's like somebody got lazy, or Xavier got lazy, or whatever, and they just start calling her Sean and spelling it S-H-A-N. Like, yeah. I guess as maybe, like, a way to, like, oh, our American kid readers aren't are going to be so confused by that X at the beginning of her name yeah, or whatever. they're not going to know how to say it. They need to know how to say it. Well, yeah. it's important to remember too that the transliteration of Chinese is completely made up. And, well, yes, uh, there's like four different ways to do it, and everyone argues yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, and even uh, e- even like internally, it's inconsistent. Like mm-hmm. when I was living in Taiwan, there'll be street signs with roads spelled differently in right. English. Totally, totally. Like so, nobody gives a fuck. It's still it's still a bullshit language that no that is unimportant. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you, English. Which is like, yeah, totally. We put it but, on our sign because there's room. Yeah. <laughs> we have big signs here. <laughs> but I just thought it was odd that they'd like make the effort to put the correct, quote unquote, you assume, spelling first and then do a, but here's an easier way, like, I like also, immediately. I also don't hate that. So like, um, you know, yes, you want to spell something right. Um, but when you're going to be reading dialogue all the time and it's all like, it's just what you want it to read fluidly and fluently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mind the phonetic spelling of a name that's not English. Mm-hmm. 
I suppose. It's just I don't know. It's a it's yeah, a little it's a, it's a little bit of an odd. It's a little bit odd for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's got the scariest power, which is that she can possess other people while also remaining in control of her own body. So she can kind of just be you and her at the same time. I and- I love. <laughs> Uh, Claremont does this, and it'll be sort of a recurring thing if you're looking for it. With uh, all of the psychic mutants, they there's such odd hoop jumping. I think probably with all, all kind of power overlap, but I, I feel like I notice it most with psychic mutants because of Professor X, where mm-hmm. they they have to establish that they're baller in some way and worthy of being on the team spot without sort of undermining Professor X as the strongest telepath. So he's like, <laughs> in your very specific thing you do, your power is as good as mine. But for the record, I can do more things with my brain, and I'm a stronger mutant. I'm very, very cool, and I deserve to be headmaster. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot to teach you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's those are all the characters. Uh, and like I think Rory mentioned, we've got Pierce, the like cyborg guy from the Hellfire Club, trying to like do his own thing. I guess he's got a way of locating mutants. He's after all of these new mutants that have, have shown up and, uh, everyone except is it there's it's, it's Bob, uh, not Bobby, everyone except Roberto da Costa and Sam Guthrie and Moonstar. Like are already conveniently. Yeah. Start, start meeting one another very quickly. Mm-hmm. In a way that yeah. was, it's actually felt inconvenient to the reader. It was at such a breakneck pace, I couldn't keep track of time or space. Totally. And they have to go save the other three who don't, you know, who haven't met anyone yet. They're like, oh, the the fucking the Hellfire Club's after these three mutants. We gotta like split up and go find them or whatever. And that's the that's the rest of the of the graphic novel. And. There's a bit of drama where like uh the where Pierce has already gotten to to Cannonball and hired him, like, hey, your family's hard up. I'll pay you good money if you're if you're an enforcer for me. And so he ends up on the wrong side of things when Xavier shows up and, and for the X-Men show panels. up. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, and then he has a crisis of too. conscience because he's a yeah. good boy. <laughs> but uh, actually it kind of worked because it was it meant that we didn't have to sort of teleport the X-Men one more location right away. And, yeah. and for that, I was thankful that we got yes. him. In, we got him in the scene without, you know, a mess, even even messier, uh, you know, grouping of everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so messy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is there is there anything from the from the back half of this this novel that you that you liked or that you want to talk about? Other no, or... I mean Claremont shit this thing out in an afternoon for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, I'm how hoping. The, how... Oh, go ahead, Shane. Well, so there's a there's a movie of this too, right? Ah, uh, but that's a very different thing, I believe. It's, I, it's, I can't it's speak. different. Line. It's different characters. It's, different it's, it's characters these characters, ones, right? not this story. <sighs> yeah, very different. So I don't know. I haven't seen it. Have you seen that movie, Rory? I haven't. I I generally can't stand the uh, emotional uh, whiplash that the X Men movies give to me. Emotional damage. Yeah, yeah. Because you want you you want it to be. Good I can't. So bad. I, yeah, I just can't handle it. Yeah. Marilyn yeah. Manson is apparently in it. I believe it. 
<laughs> Why not? What's he, yeah. what's yeah. he doing? Yeah. <laughs> I bet we could get Marilyn Manson. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't. I'm. I'm curious. Like, was it a foregone conclusion that he was going to get a title out out of this? That like he was going to get a, a comic? Was this a ti- was this a tryout? I it have seems to like a, think. A lot of... I have to think there was already a a new line in the in the uh, in the works. Yeah, because this I can't imagine sold anybody on. Right. <laughs> this. Yeah, it's not. It's not like the characters are interesting in concept and. They seem like they have some some potential as a group. I but, even I even would hazard a guess that it could have been it could have happened in reverse. He writes New Mutants one. It's good. They like it. And then there's some sort of editor note. Right. We want to know who all these people are. We want their backstories. We want them to meet. We want all of this just kind of like, you know, origin story baloney that you were used to getting. Totally. And then he has to make this extra long bullshit comic in an afternoon <laughs> and this is you know this is what we get uh, we, we we will find out if we when we read uh, the first proper new mutants issue it, it should become clear which one was the afterthought yeah and i'm i'm down to to add a little bit of that to our list because i am sort of like curious now like what is the actual when we actually do a regular issue of new mutants like but this what is does a that look like yeah yeah, it didn't it didn't read really good, like at all. Uh also I, I, I have one question at the end here. They all when when they're like everybody except uh except Sam is sort of accepted into the into the cool new X-Men group, because they're like, fuck you, Sam, you worked for the bad guy. Fuck you. <laughs> uh but they all get their yellow outfits. And I I gotta wonder, like, who does who does Professor X have making these outfits? <laughs> Like he's does got he have a, somebody he's in got house? A guy. <laughs> I got a guy. He well, he's got to have like a like just a box full of them, of, mm. of all different shapes that's, and sizes. That's, yeah. that's fucking dark. He's just got a shitload of them. Yeah. Or they're like, <laughs> they've still got like the battle the battle markings on them yeah. from like when the old X Men that had it was like died. Yeah. Oh my god, they <laughs> they still smell like burned hair and like. Yeah. <laughs> Melted he flesh. Does, he does like have a little bit of a of a of a sad moment early in the in the novel where he's like, "Man, I don't know. I don't know about this. Like last time, I took in a bunch of kids, and then I had to watch them all like get hurt and maybe die. Should I keep doing this?" But and then he, he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I yeah, should. Yeah, I super yeah, should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love gotta it shape too much. those young minds." Hey, Shane. I'm dying to hear it. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to a very special edition. This week we have Fuck Morbius and Kill. (laughs) What? What did you do to yourself, Doctor? I wish I knew. In honor of us watching Morbius and chatting about it, um, and Rory unfortunately not being there, I thought you guys would give the uh, I thought I would give you the option of playing around with who you will fuck, who you will marry, and who you will Morbius. <laughs> I'm sorry, who you will kill and who you will Morbius. What is Morbius saying someone look like? It's like vampiring them. 
Okay. Oh. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna talk about who we're gonna vampire. All right. All right. All right. Okay. 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 All right. I, I'm tentatively on board. So fuck so, Mary Morbius. Fuck Morbius. Fuck kill. Morbius. Kill. Fuck Morbius. Kill. Kill. Okay. Kill. Okay. Okay, okay. There's no. There's no marriage. We're we're not we're not really into marriage today. Yeah. Not this week yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck Morbius. Kill. Okay. Uh. First off, your first contender, Wolverine. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Solid. Second contender, Daredevil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Third contender, Professor Xavier. Oh, these are good. Mm-hmm. I will. Now, I will say I, right I, off the bat, they're all. They would all make terrifying vampires. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you can you can you can uh, leave it up to the to the imagination if you like but i have a clarifying question shane because all three of these people have something that you know vampirism might cure them of like you know to be undead usually you don't still like have what ails you oh is that a rule so you you mean well sometimes yeah so like and i mean in the disease you don't still have that right we can Right. Can, I don't know if it will make you walk again. I don't know if it can cure you like a like a faith healer. Well, um, if you had seen the blockbuster smash breakout hit Morbius, um, <laughs> King of the Vampires with Shane it, and Andrew, doesn't he get it to cure himself? He does. He definitely gives the vampirism to himself to cure himself. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, we can't. We can't do this. We can't have another conversation about the Morbius movie. But he does sort of. It isn't real vampirism, and it is sort of like bat magic. It's tailor made. It's bat magic. <laughs> it's tailor made for him to cure his disease, and the vampirism is sort of an accidental part of that. Yeah, but, which is the same in the comics. He has all of the things that are vampire stuff, but technically. It's a bat magic. I bet that really. I bet that works really well when Blade knocks on his door. He's like, "No, I'm <laughs> technically not a vampire. <laughs> Look at my paperwork." Uh, is there any way around how much? Well, okay. How? Who do I want to fuck between Wolverine and Daredevil? Is a real question that I don't necessarily have an immediate answer for. Oh yeah. Okay, here's where I'm leaning. I think I've got my. Uh, I think so. Wolverine is already cursed with undeath to walk these planes forever. Mm-hmm. So uh, he feels like a good Morbius pick because uh, we're not we're not we're not damning anybody else to to watch the times uh, a change in. I see. Okay, but now he will have to drink blood a lot. Yeah, probably. But he causes Dude, a lot of people to it, bleed a lot already. Right. <laughs> it, seems like it'd be, it seems like it'd be easy for him to get blood. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. And if he wants to make me his thrall, then like, cool. <laughs> and like, oh, no. <laughs> so then I, I fucked Daredevil. I think that would be a pretty interesting ride. A pretty easy, a pretty interesting tumble mm-hmm. in that in the hay. Uh, yeah. I feel like he knows how to get around in the dark. <laughs> Uh, and he wouldn't care if you wanted to do it with the lights on doesn't matter oh yeah oh hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we kill Professor X because because he's kind of a monster all right I respect I respect that Uh, 
because I was also leaning on fuck with Daredevil because that, he seems like he seems like he. I don't know. I don't know if I'd necessarily think he, he might be the most like. He can echolocate your spot, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll have super mega echolocate. He'll have he'll have the 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 biggest mega echolocators ever. Oh. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> so you plot so, twist. so now you yeah. want to vampire him huh yeah plot twist you vampire daredevil he grows just giant fucking dumbo ears that just have <laughs> wiggles all over him so he can hear everything oh yeah Rory, you didn't see the movie but morbius's ears have <laughs> weird little weird little wiggle parts on him so he can hear good oh it's, man it's pretty nasty it is wild <laughs> uh Okay, no, I've got I've got my my pick. My pick is that I will fuck Daredevil because I bet that would be fun. Uh and I will kill Wolverine because I don't know. He yearns to die. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and and also I for just for the chaos of it, I kind of want to make Professor X a vampire and just sort of see what happens, you know? <laughs> That's literally so fucking scary. I know. It's terrifying. It'd be horrible. We'd all be his thralls, but like... This is a really I, good Marvel what if. Yeah, it does. That that would be really good, actually, to be honest. Like, it's... it's. What if he was a Morbius? Yeah, what <gasps> if? What if Professor X was a Morbius? <laughs> <laughs> what if Professor X done Morbius? I think the title of the episode has to be "What if Professor X was a Morbius?" <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, Shane? I, oh man, okay. Um, I fuck, I fuck Wolverine. Duh. Oh, okay. Hands, uh, without a doubt, hands down. None a of thousand, us fuck Professor X. Sorry, buddy. You too old. A thousand times. I it's thought this was going to be the three P. It's three, not... fucks, three fucks for Matt Murdock. <laughs> uh, no, definitely Wolverine. I, you, I definitely want that want... short king. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I kill well, Daredevil's Professor... kind of like a lithe, hairless Timothy Chalamet type. Ugh, gross. <laughs> um, yeah, so we we fuck Wolverine. I I'm Morbius Daredevil and I kill Professor Xavier. Now, please describe to me in a little more detail what happens to Daredevil's ears. Please and thank you. Okay, all right. So imagine like you know those hey, weird <laughs> you know those weird like gross veiny mushrooms that grow in like webs, like spiderweb mushrooms or whatever that look kind of like coral but on land. Mm, sure. I think it does that, and then in between all of the little like tendrils and corally parts, it grows like wiggly flesh that absorbs the sound. What is wrong with you? Yeah. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's evolution, baby. I want to touch it. I want to touch it with my fingers and watch it jiggle. Uh, but not have sex with it. No, because if, you chose Wolverine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Um, I suppose we can we can end the episode while Shane's over there fantasizing about wiggling his hands around Daredevil vampires' coral ears. Um, and just I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you 
to, Thank to everyone you. listening. And and to to you two for being here and to Morbius. <laughs> Thank you, Morbius. <laughs> to giving us years of entertainment. No, just sort of giving me a new low water mark for uh for for being upset at Marvel content. Uh I I know we said it. We said it already in the Morbius episode, but please, for the love of fucking God, don't go see Morbius. Even if even if we keep referencing it in other episodes because of yeah, how don't, don't upset we are, how how sort of forever changed we are. Don't see this. Just movie. a reminder, don't, don't see Morbius see on the bottom of our image. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the title of this episode is Don't See Morbius. <laughs> I assume that would be the Morbius episode we called Don't See Morbius. Oh, good good call. That's a really good title for the episode about Morbius. <laughs> Don't See Morbius. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we out of here. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Yeah, bye. Bye. bye.